The blockbuster film Gladiator was released in May of 2000, a couple weeks after our next Hall of Famer was drafted into the NFL. Russell Crowe's character captivated the entire audience of the Gladiator Arena with his speed, power, and leadership. In this episode, I'm going to tell you a similar story about a man that would usher in the 21st century version of Legendary Monsters of the Midway. Welcome to the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. Your host is Arnie Chapman. Football is his passion, and he wants you to come along with him to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board his DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. This time as we step off our DeLorean, the date is May 25th, 1978, and we are in Pasco, Washington. And this is episode 7 of that 8 part series where we're covering each and every day a different member of the 2018 Pro Football Hall of Fame class. And we're inching ever so closely to tomorrow, August 4th, the day of enshrinement. And again, these are the shorter episodes, so we're not going to cover everything. But before I get started with this episode, I wanted to remind you to head to thefootballhistorydude.com for the show notes and make sure you mash that little subscribe button for your podcast player of choice so you get the freshest, hottest off the press episodes each and every week. I'd also appreciate if you give me an honest review of the show on your podcast player of choice. It really helps me know where I'm at and what you want from me so I can continue to give you the different kind of content that you're looking for. But let's get back to May 25th, 1978. This is where our hero was born. This time we're talking about Brian Keith Erlacher, number 54, for 13 seasons, all with the Chicago Bears. Now this guy, as a middle linebacker, would restore the Chicago Bears to the famed glory of the Monsters of the Midway. But when he was in college in New Mexico, he actually played free safety, and also a little bit of like wide receiver tight end kind of thing. And, to tip it off, he also returned kicks and punts. So you're thinking, wait, middle linebacker in the NFL? Returning kicks and punts? Where am I missing here? What's going on? That's what I'm telling you. It's just like in the movie Gladiator. You were either too slow, too weak, or you just didn't have the mental capacity to keep up with this guy. And at the combine, he was at 6 foot 4 inches, 258 pounds. So this is a big dude. But he still ran a 4.59 40-yard dash. I'm telling you, this is like, I don't know, a big, like a speed bullet train, a big locomotive, and they mashed and hybrided the two together, and they're all like, sets it on the track. I mean, it was NOS time go. And that's the reason why he was drafted ninth overall by the Chicago Bears in the year 2000. I mean, they've been known at that time to be the monsters of the midway throughout most of the 20th century. But they just needed something. Erlacher would help them usher their version of the 21st century Masters of the Midway. And he wouldn't wait around. He started in his rookie season, where he would end up earning AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. And in the season, he logged eight sacks, two interceptions, and he led the team in tackles. And this would be the beginning of what would end up giving him a career worthy of being called one of the greatest Bears defensive players of all time. Now, I mean, that's a tall order. It's not like me just saying, I don't know, let's just pick a team that came out. Carolina Panthers or something like that. Yeah, he's one of the greatest players in their entire franchise histories. Or even the Houston Texans, you know, they just came out not that long ago. One of the greatest players in franchise history. I'm like, yeah, well, 
I think they started in like 2000 or something like that. No, this is the story Chicago Bears from the get-go. George Hallis, all those monsters of the midway. I mean, one of my favorite guys I like to talk about, Bronco Nagurski. But that doesn't stop there. All the way through the teams are like those monsters in the midway of the 80s. And they still put Erlacher in the same sentence as those dudes. That means something. And to kind of give you like a glimpse of something about his versatility, he would become the first player in Bears history to have a 90-yard fumble return for a touchdown. And also the first player in Bears history to have an 80-yard interception for a touchdown. I mean, this is a middle linebacker, 258 pounds. And he's the first to do both of them in the entire storied, fabled Chicago Bears history. You're like, dang, dude, I thought he was a linebacker. Supposed to get up on the line, get in their grill. Was he like these prissy pants wide receivers you keep talking about in previous episodes and, you know, didn't want to play tough and get in the mud? No, au contraire. He was just as dominant at tackling and rushing the quarterback with a bad attitude and creating these bone-jarring tackles on the daily as he was to get back in coverage. Read the eyes of the quarterback. Track that ball in the air, pick it off, and then run it to the other end zone. So he had this unique flexibility, I guess you can call hybrid version of a linebacker. Unlike what basically almost everybody his size should be able to do. And that's what really made him scary. And one of the nicknames that was given to him by his teammate, Bears defensive end Brian Robinson, was Gerlacher. And Brian Robinson explained it as such. He said, he's about as fierce and scary a mother as ever come along. But although he was a dominant player on the field, he was also just a great guy in the locker room. And like I said, I really believe that the reason why he had such a legendary storied career was because of the versatility hybrid mash that locomotive and speed bullet train together and you get one dominant linebacker that was able to keep up in the 21st century with the way that the league transformed into a passing league. Most other linebackers get taken off in the third down, but not this guy. I mean, he was a free safety in college, but he's able to rush your quarterback and, I don't know, take the fullback and fling him off like yesterday's pizza totinos, and he was able to hit and smash and crush that running back into submission, and just overall, a great player which is why he's being inducted to 2018 Hall of Fame class. But even off the field, he was just, you know, equally respected, just like he is as far as equally respected for the pass and the run. In 2011, he earned the Chicago Bears Ed Block Courage Award. His career stat line was 182 games, where he had 1,358 tackles, 41 and a half sacks, 22 interceptions, as well as 90 passes defended, 12 forced fumbles, and 16 fumble recoveries. I mean, he was all over the field. IDP gold. But as far as, like, I guess you could say his accolades go, probably the, uh, I don't know if it's the most important, but in 2005, he won the Defensive Player of the Year, making him just the fifth player in league history to win the Defensive Rookie and the Defensive Player of the Year. Erlacher earned all pro five different times, and he would be an eight-time pro bowler. Also, just like with pretty much all these other modern dudes, he was a member of the all-decade team of the 2000s. And what better person to present Erlacher into the 2018 Hall of Fame class than his longtime linebacker coach, Bob Babish, who was his coach from 2004 to 2012. And we're getting ever so close 
to this year's 2018 Hall of Fame class. Tomorrow is the day of enshrinement. And you know what? I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of the Football History Dude and were able to gain some knowledge nuggets about one of the greatest linebackers in league history. Tomorrow I'm going to cover the career of Ray Lewis. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Football History Dude. To make sure you're the first to get the next episode, please subscribe with your podcast player of choice and head on over to thefootballhistorydude.com for the show notes and more information on the history of the NFL. And remember, dudes, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs>